Hey guys, welcome to the Launch and Scale podcast. I'm Kirsten Ross, and this podcast, we talk about best practices when it comes to launching and scaling your physical product brand online. Whether you're doing Kickstarter or even launching your own brand online, we help you with best foundational practices and conversations around helping you build a brand that you can sell or at basic support your lifestyle so that you can quit your nine to five and live life on your terms Super excited. You can dive into more resources and previous episodes at kirsten.com. Hey everyone, welcome to part three this Wednesday. So we, this is the last video in my first mini series, how to launch your product online. And in part one, we took a look at the foundations that every business owner within the physical product space has to go through in order to make sure that they're properly identifying their market, make sure they know uh, what kind of business they want to run, and ultimately make sure they're in the right space. And so these foundations are um, absolutely critical, and they're usually things that are skipped over as not important. But the truth is that if you don't take the time to go through the foundations of picking a niche, validating your product, and making sure that the market... um, Ultimately, the result that your product gets someone is what the market wants. And so if you have not taken a look at part one, go do that. Uh, If you're watching live, I'm going to drop the link to this in the comments. So that was part one. Part two was the second part of bringing a product to market, which is building a wait list of people excited to buy your product on the first day. We took a look at some paid and organic strategies for how you could do that to give you some ideas for what you can do to build a wait list for your product uh, launch and even why you should care about having a wait list. So those part one and part two. Um, Hey, if you're excited to be here, you're excited to dive in and learn, you're ready to take notes, be sure to give this video a big thumbs up on Facebook and also drop a comment below if you have um, a question. I'll get to that after the live video. So what is part three? So part three is today's video. We're doing a segment on what do you do once you have a validated product, you've built the wait list and it's time to actually go to launch. What does that look like? So going to launch, is when you, it is the day one where you open your storefront or it's the day that you launch a crowdfunding campaign. So whatever day is the day that your product is officially available for pre-order or for sale is your official day one, okay? And why should you even have a product launch? Why should we have all of this build up to spend weeks or months building a wait list, getting people excited, sharing behind the scenes information, all to to come up for this big event. Well, one of the byproducts I love of crowdfunding campaigns is it forces you to create an event out of your product where when you spend months building up hype for something and you finally launch your campaign, when if you're doing a Kickstarter launch, you have say 30 to 60 days to bring in enough money for pre-orders to cover your first production run. And in that, you have to create an event or a lightning strike, which is you you get pressed to start talking about you. Friends and family are sharing your campaign. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of excitement. And it it really gives people, a launch gives people an excuse to talk about your product and to really start to build momentum. That momentum is the reason why you want to treat your product launch like a lightning strike versus just open your store quietly and wait for sales to trickle in. You want to treat your product launch like a freight train. And I have a couple of dogs just behind me. 
Uh, so ignore them if you're watching this on YouTube. But um, you want to treat your your launch, even if you're not doing a crowdfunding campaign, like a built-in momentum mechanism. So what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is that think of a train. So a stationary train doesn't have much momentum, but the second it starts to go and move and start to gain speed, gets faster and faster and faster, eventually this freight train is impossible to stop because once you get going, you just keep on, your momentum just carries you forward. And that's ultimately what a product launch enables for your physical product brand. So the reason why you want to make sure that you are treating your launch like a big event and you put in the time ahead of time to have a wait list and have sales coming in from day one is so that you are unstoppable. You truly have sales and traffic from day one and then you go to build on that in your e-commerce journey, okay? Um, so treating your launch like a big event is not, um, is not only for the Kickstarter crowd. It is if you are launching your product online on any platform, I believe in the waitlist strategy to have sales from day one. So then how do you do that? You know, you've spent months, weeks building up this wait list, but now the big day is coming. How do you actually get people to give you money and pre-order your product or buy your product on the first day that you launch? Like, how do you incentivize people to take action on that first day? And why should you have that? So one strategy that I learned from doing multiple Kickstarter campaigns and having multiple six-figure launches is that people are most likely to take action when there's an incentive. And so me as a business owner, it is important for, if I have a product, it's important for me to have sales coming in from that first day for momentum, right? But then how do you actually make that worth someone's while? You create a, a Black Friday effect. So Black Friday effect is where um, if you picture a big box retailer like Best Buy, for example, I went down to, so I'm in, I'm in Toronto, which is about two hours from the, the US border. And one year I went down to Best Buy, which is a big tech retailer for like Apple products and Sony, you know, tech in the US. So I went down there for Black Friday and we we drove up at like 5 a.m. So it was pitch black. And when we got there, it was, you know, the sun was just starting to come up. And you think, why is she going there that early? Well, the reason is there was a lineup to get into Best Buy around the corner. And this line had started at about 2 a.m., which is nuts. But why do they do that? Why are people crazy enough to get out of their beds and wait eight hours before a store even opens? Well, it's because of the, the specials that Black, that, um, uh, Best Buy was having that day. They were offering some $2,000 flat screen TVs for $400 available to the first, say, 10. So because of the scarcity, because of the ability to save a lot of money, uh, retailers like Best Buy are able to create a lot of buzz because of scarcity and a, the ability to get good pricing. So for you, in order to have sales on that first day and to incentivize people to, to help you take action um, and to buy your product early on and incentivize people to share your campaign and create buzz, you want to manufacture it by how you put your offers together and how you um, 
how you communicate those offers to people. I'm a little under the weather, so I'm like my brain's a little slow and I'm like searching for words. But um, you have to manufacture good offers that you say, if you offer the first 25 at 50% off or something like that, it has to be enough that you're not breaking the bank from bad margins, but enough to incentivize people on a limited quantity to get them excited enough to jump at it. And then, and then once you do, once you get those early supporters in on that very first day, you want to then create your own snowball effect by once you have paying customers, you then want to ask them for referrals, ask them if they know a friend. Uh, perhaps you offer them the opportunity to win free product by offering a giveaway contest after they've bought um, and then you you really create this like outward effect of people talking about you. So that's really how uh, just a few ideas for how you can incentivize your audience to take action. And when you focus on those have, who have already expressed interest in your product, they are a warm market. They're the ones most likely to buy, um, and the and the ones that you want to focus on first to get them to convert versus social media followers or people that may have never heard of you before because it takes, there's a more um, like, know, and trust factor that someone has when they have been on your email list or they've they've been following your pre-launch for a while. So you do want to make sure that you kind of focus your, your day one efforts on a warm, hot audience because those people are most likely to convert and they are your biggest fans more than just random dude on the street who has never heard of your, your company before, right? So just a few things to keep in mind with the psychology of where people are at in the buyer journey and how to incentivize them to take action. Um, a few after that point, after that very first day, other things you're doing is you are focused on widening the net. So one of um, the best strategies that I, I used to grow my audience outside of Facebook advertising was OPA. Uh, not Opa, the Greek, whatever, but like um, other people's audiences. So being able to tap into other audiences, essentially borrowing audiences. So what do, you, what do you, what I mean by this? I mean like you're pitching press of a relevant journal, so that when you, if you have a tech product, you are pitching your story to a tech journalist. This tech journalist has a following of people who like tech. So you look for influencers or people that have an audience of your target customer, and then you reach out to them and you get them to write about you, share your story. Perhaps you are getting these guys to do a product review for you. Perhaps you're doing a giveaway competition with them. Perhaps, you know, there's different ways to partner up with influencers, but you really want to look to cast the net wide and look to tap into other people's audiences, okay? And then once you effectively get through that very first day, you build on that momentum. So the way to continue to scale and build is to do the same daily habits when you were building your wait list, when you were getting the word out, when you were um, really building up buzz for your, your company and your product. You want to keep doing those daily actions to continue to build. Because the thing to know about e-commerce is very similar to a Kickstarter campaign, is that you are only selling when you have traffic coming to your website. So you wanna make sure that after that very first day, you are doing the foundational marketing activities every single day to do what you can to get your product in front of more people, and then you build and build and build. 
So apart from that, that wraps up my three-part mini-series on how to launch your product online. If you're looking for help launching your product, be sure to head to workwithkr.com. And apart from that, if you, um, whatever, have a question, give this video a big thumbs up. And if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. But again, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more like it, as well as free resources, be sure to head over to our website, which is kirsten.com. It's K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N.com. And if you do not want to miss another episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms or catch the video version of this on YouTube. Apart from that, we'll see you next time. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launch pad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like The Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launch pad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launch pad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.